right, kids. Today, we're going to learn about some really exciting things. Michael, please put your hand down. Okay. Today, we're going to learn about football. Ray, Ray, could you, could you please put your uh, Iron Man action figure? Yeah, get him out of your nose, sweetheart. Please put, put him down. Okay, thank you. Okay, and <clears throat> Blaze, Blaze, stop drawing pictures of dead bodies. Damn it. Sit down, Blaze. Okay. We are going to learn about the rules of football. Nathan! Put that up. Zip, zip it up. Zip up the zipper. I, do you have to go to the bathroom? Do you, do you have to go to the bathroom? Okay. Okay. Le okay. That's it. Ray, Mike, Blaze, and Nathan, outside now. You just get out of the goddamn classroom. If you don't want to learn about football, why, why don't you, what are you going to do when you grow up, huh? Are you going to sit around and talk about things like comic books and movies? No one's going to listen to that. All right, they're gone. Let's learn about football. Welcome to Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. How you guys doing tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. I am your host, Nathan, and with me as always is Blaze, Ray, and Mike. Yes. Every time we do this intro, I say something stupid like, pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> at least you didn't say like, what's up? <laughs> you did say what up. I was <laughs> what like, up at least you didn't say what up. Yo, this did. is Ray. So if you're listening, that means Hi, this is our fourth ever podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. You're of welcome. course, you can always find us at facebook.com forward slash nerds who get laid. Or sometimes. There's no sometimes. Sometimes you can find us there. Yeah, sometimes you can find that. Or you can check us out. You can find us through RSS feeders, iTunes, and all that other beautiful stuff, which is hopefully how you're listening to us now. Subscribe. Subscribe. Check us out. Send Spread. us an email. Nerdsgetlaid at gmail.com. Tell us how much you hate Blaze. Everybody else does. Everyone hates Blaze. can't stand him. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why we let him in here. I know. He just <laughs> keeps showing up. It's of the we Cheetos. don't even give him a ride. <laughs> he brings Cheetos, and we're like, all right. That dude has a bunch of fat boys here. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I'll just bring Cheetos. They'll let me in. Podcast It's true food? every time. <laughs> <laughs> he just has so much... Wealth of knowledge about like Doctor Strange and <laughs> Dead, Dead Man. Man you, just, you gotta let them come. The in. important things. Yeah. You <laughs> know. So on tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about something that's probably just close to everybody. If you're growing up, it's uh, growing up being a nerd, or as we call it, growing up nerd, <laughs> or just growing up like we did. Yeah. It just. I mean, this is my life. The pain. <laughs> so, so we're gonna be exercising some demons. So thank you very much for that. But. I mean, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you probably had it maybe a little bit rough, maybe not rough, but, you know, you definitely were uh, that guy at school. I mean, were you guys that guy? Any, any well, later not on really. in elementary school, I definitely was. Yeah. Um, earlier on, I was just awkward. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> anyway, so, yes. Yeah. So, you so. were all around bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everybody was. Um, and I mean, kind of talking about that because you know, let let the listener kind of know who we are and where we come from. Because I mean, you tune in, you listen to us javel on about things that we probably have no right talking about in the first place of nerdism, but let you know where we come from. So, I mean, growing up, what is, what is some of the things that kind of set you apart from the crowd that maybe, I mean, were you the lone nerd? Did you have like a buddy? I mean, when I like when growing up, um, up until about fifth grade, uh, I was, kind of a loner didn't really have a whole bunch of friends i lived way out on the river on the swanee river in live oak in your van in my van down by the river down by the river okay um but like i would just sit at home and i would watch star wars all the time <laughs> i would watch transformers cartoons and i would watch um sometimes star trek the original series on sundays with my dad which is i think where where all of it started um, and then around fifth grade, I found some other buddies who were like, um, we started collecting these uh, Marvel trading cards. Oh man, I the the like the first series of I got some of the original. I have some and everything. Some Spawn cards too. Yeah, uh, this is way before Spawn. Um, uh, this back was in like forties. Yeah, nineteen forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> um, Captain America had just come out. We were down to the dime store. <laughs> um, you could get twenty-five cards for a penny. <laughs> <laughs> Ray tells that story every day. Every it every sucks. podcast, we always they always make me edit it out. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that's how it started. And I, you know, I had this nerdy friend who would always tell me how he had a rocket pack, and then we'd play superheroes and we'd karate chop each other and stuff. So yeah, that was kind of me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, growing up, I definitely kind of had you know I was the kid that I loved my GI Joes, my He Man, and Ninja Turtles, and. I never grew up. I mean, I'm talking about like to this day. I still love action. I like. I'll you still have Ninja Turtles on like your yeah, your TV stand. Exactly. I still love them. I I literally walk through the toilet at Walmart for myself. I just want to check out what the latest new mold is in the cut. And Nate has a kid. Yeah, I do have a kid. <laughs> I'm not Who can't play with any of his toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just like, can uh, can you shut up? I'm trying to look at toys, son. But. I mean, that's kind of what was, I guess, the catalyst of just being a nerd because the animation uh, of cartoons really grabbed me. I like to draw. Um, and, of course, you know, seeing that it blew my mind. I was like, these are the stories that I want to hear about because there was, you know, kids were like, hey, we're going to go play sports and stuff like that. No, nah, if you came over to my house, we were getting out the paper and drawing some pictures. Yeah. You know, I, and then, of course. Just like that saliva song. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord! Just I don't even get the reference. <laughs> I don't <man>. either. <laughs> click, Thank click goodness. Boom and Spotify it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. But I mean, as a as an early early kid, I mean that was my big thing. That and of course, I slowly came into comic books. But well, I I remember being real young, and one of the cartoons on TV was Spider Man and His Amazing Friends. The one with Iceman and Firestar and everything. That's old. How but old are you? I'm <laughs> so old, dude. Uh, but Ray's that was one of the birth certificate is written on papyrus. <laughs> it should do a cave wall. I, was say, I, saw like, it in I watched that on TV land, and I'm like, wow. I bet my mom used to watch yeah, this. Because uh, I think the show that kind of really was, I was like, what? What's going on with this? Because I mean, I was probably in third or fourth grade was the X Men cartoon. But Man, it, yeah. I was I was maybe in middle school. Hey Ray, By then. <laughs> Ray, yeah. my, my grandma says you were hilarious at the school dance. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about you, Mike? What was uh? 
Uh, well, I was I was the uh, fatty bobatty of my class. Uh, I had big, thick Coke bottle glasses, so I had no choice. Uh, you just spit into the, it. The football would break my glasses when it was thrown at me. Uh, I watched cartoons and collected action figures way past when I should have. And uh, the only thing that saved me was uh, I grew a foot and gained like 30 pounds of muscle in eighth grade. And people just, for some reason, stopped making fun of me. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> but uh, uh, nerdism became a, uh, a closet obsession of mine. And it's, it's, it's come out in my later years, my uh, Absolutely. late 20s. What about what about you, Blaze? Growing up uh, as a kid, where I mean, were you a heavy nerd? Well, yeah. I mean, first through sixth grade, though, everyone loved me. You know, I was homeschooled, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blaze came out of the womb in a wizard costume. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom was probably like, that released such from a dork. the astral plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom gave me wedgies to socially adjust me, <laughs> but uh, uh, had to bring it down. I'll notch. put it this way. Middle school was a nightmare, but then when I got to high school, I kind of got along with all the cliques, and they just kind of started calling me king of the weird kids. Well, let me ask you that. Did you, when you <laughs> I don't were know in, if that's good or bad. When you hit high school, um, did you guys wear your flag? Were you a nerd in high school? By, uh, by high school, I had gotten into music and become um, started playing bass and stuff and um, was in a couple of bands in the talent show i still was definitely not cool per se um but i was I, w I was a lot more on my way and i wasn't i would still like read comic books and stuff but it was you know secret in my bedroom no one else knew about it i'll agree with that i was definitely the social chameleon i could get along with everybody i never really had a click per se i'm using air quotes like an idiot on a podcast <laughs> uh and I pretty much got along with everybody. Uh, well, but did, were life. you able to get along with everyone? I mean, were you yourself? Were you? Well, were like, you being I, well, Mike? Were, or were you like? Were you like? You know, I never popped a lock on the cardboard out. You know, in the back of the school <laughs> or anything. I mean, if someone was like, "Hey, man, I was watching Back to the Future today," be like. That stuff's stupid. Are we like, dude? Yes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Did you? Did you wear your flag? Because a lot of people. Which I would find, I would make these friends, you know, like, because uh, I pretty much wore my flag. I was I was a nerd in high school, and I was cool with it. And I would, you know, be in class, and, and uh, I'd be talking to like, the, the cool dude, like, yeah, man, yeah, Batman's pretty cool. And, like, you know, like, whispering, I was like, yeah. dude, you can speak up, man. Batman's badass. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I, I didn't hide it at all, but I, I guess with my, uh, to quote Dumb and Dumber, my rapist wit, uh, just uh, shown through, and I was able to kind of, you know, I guess integrate myself into normal society, although I was a closet uh, action figure collector <laughs> in my high school years. Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, Did you? I agree. I was kind of like the social chameleon. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was kind of, you see, I still am, you but in Dr. high Strange school. were best friends. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> but <laughs> Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but I I I don't know if you guys are Gigi Allen fans, but in high school, I mean, I still love no. Gigi Allen, but I was like obsessed <laughs> with Gigi Allen a little bit much. But <laughs> no, I mean, I was like obsessed with the guy, and like the only thing that really separated me from being a social chameleon is because 
people would ask me to do things for money, and I would do them. You were the weird kid, man. Yeah, yeah like I mean, <laughs> eat this hot sauce, and we'll give you a dollar. No, it was no. way worse, man. It was like they <laughs> had a mayonnaise uh, eating competition, mm. and one of them threw up, and they're like, "I bet you won't lick it off the table." I'm like, "Bet I will." <laughs> And wow. I did. <laughs> and it's all history. Yeah. <laughs> and that was last week. <laughs> so, <laughs> but if somebody forever, yeah, I mean, if somebody brought it, brought up comics or something like that, because I was still buying them, I just never really brought it up because I never thought anyone else was. No one else wanted to know about sure. it. Sure. I'm during middle school, like my last year of middle school. Um, my uh, the the guys that I hung out with. Uh, we were all into comic books, and we started playing Magic the Gathering. Ah, uh, yeah. And um, Ray got held back a lot. He was 37. <laughs> it was called junior high school back then. <laughs> um, but um, they started playing Magic the Gathering, so we started playing that Magic the Gathering, and that was just the maybe the nerdiest guys in school. Um, they were all into, like, manga, and they could all draw, and they were, like, the cooler ones because it was like uh they're actually talented i just like to read comic books and play magic the gathering then they started to get into dungeons and dragons and stuff and it was like a little too far for me and now i'm into music so i'm gone well that that was i mean in high school i definitely was more on the music side i was definitely a, a hardcore no. music guy but i always had like my uh my sketch pad and i'd be drawing stuff so you know it was like i guess it was just like there goes nate that art guy you know it yeah. was it wasn't necessarily <laughs> like I, I wouldn't be called nerd and but i mean but i was never hit it i, I was 100 dragon shirts uh, yeah dra <laughs> i was i didn't wear the dragon shirt but i wore button-up shirts actually i wore hawaiian was it dragon ball z <laughs> wait, wait shirt? Was, no <laughs> it was dragon, i hated dragon, dragon ball z. z i was worse i wore hawaiian well, shirts I, I saw you with frosted tips you went super Saiyan in high I, school i <laughs> wish i had frosted tips i wasn't even that no. cool when you say Hawaiian shirts, do you mean like the button-up ones that had like flames on it? There was no <laughs> flames. It was a uh, it was a uh, the tiki's. bowling shirts with flames all yeah. over. It. it was a uh, tiki's and and literally literally flowers. You ain't shitting. You mean literally yeah? Hawaiian well, shirts. No, I legit had flames on my t-shirt. Uh, my parents were in a bowling league, and one of the gentlemen always said, "Hey, Mike, your shirt's on fire." Whenever he saw me, <laughs> <laughs> he became the sheriff. So, <laughs> going from high school. Now let's talk about like we're young gentlemen in our twenties and eighteen to twenty. It's and I mean Blaze is there. I'm now, in my twenties. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean we're all in our twenties except for Ray. Except for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old man Hancock. <laughs> but yeah, uh, how did it affect the like the date life? You know, like talking to girls and stuff. Of course, you know once they got to know you, started dating. Did did you still hide it or did you kind of you know let them know? I have boxes of comic books back at the house. We were, me and my wife Allison were just talking about this today um, because we were dating for a couple of months, and I had these comics at my apartment. And one day, out of the blue, like four months into us dating, I was like, "Hey, do you want to see my comic collection?" <laughs> and it wasn't like, "Oh, I've got her; she's reeled in now, so now it's safe." It was just something I hadn't thought about. You were macking. You yeah. want to see oh, this yeah. comic book collection? <laughs> you want to see this? I, I was like, "This is good. If, if I hadn't sealed the deal yet, this is gonna do it." Um, so I broke They're out. They're in minty condition. <laughs> and I think I think it was one of those things where she's like, "Yeah, you probably, you know, he probably has." 10 comics who's going to show me and then i just pull out box after box after box and then start telling her all these stories and everything about yeah. these comics and she was like just did not know this was the person you were B baby if if you were a comic you would be mint condition still in the plastic <laughs> <laughs> what about you blaze 
uh, mine I, I, I kind of went the same way and well as i said before you know pretty much one relationship yeah you're in a long term so <laughs> yeah yes. long term did she was she cool with your nerd well, <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> I don't know if she was cool with it, but it was kind of like. W- were you Jason Lee and Mallrats? Were like kind of. <laughs> she's like, you didn't want to have sex. You wanted to, you know, finish the NHL like World Play Series. Sega. <laughs> 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 Baby, I would totally go in the room, but I'm on level nine, and <laughs> this game we're about to go raid. You can't save. Uh, <laughs> There's no pause. It was pretty. Si- it was pretty similar to that because I remember. You know, we she just we were talking on the phone like probably like five six months in, you know, when we first started dating, and she is like, um, she said something, and I just made like seven Star Wars references <laughs> like, right off the bat, and I was like, oh, oh my god, that is just like a situation Kit Fisto was in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you really That's my like porn name by the way. Yeah, she's like. You really like Star Wars, don't you? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know. And then she came over to my house and saw my room, metal posters, Star Wars, and comic books. <laughs> I think everywhere. that's pretty funny. <laughs> the way that you hit on girls is a drop references. <laughs> <laughs> None of them get it either, so it's not really hitting on them. They're like, what's with this fat, titty, creepy dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the chin strap. Uh <laughs> Blaze is nothing but muscles. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For me, That's like, like I mean, <laughs> <pecs>. <laughs> as when it went for like dating, I was always cool with it. Which I mean, as I got like in my twenties and stuff, I I really more got into action figures, and then I was real big movie nerd and stuff. So I had like just cases of movies, and if you came to my house, I mean, that was what was over there. And I had literally a wall of Spawn action figures that I had been collecting, Weird. and swords. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I would go How to How did you ever get a kid? <laughs> because she man, was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> when a girl walks into your room and sees swords and spawn action figures, I called it the panty dropper. <laughs> this dude's dangerous. <laughs> Let's not turn this into a murder. <laughs> Let's just do what he says and leave. <laughs> but one uh, child later. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> Because my whole thing was like, if you're not cool with the swords, yeah. there goes the door. Because you know how much money I put into this? Well, little did you know that throwing shuriken at condoms could have negative effects. <laughs> but, so, I mean, I was, I was 100%. I just, my whole life has just been a giant flag of do not have sex with this guy. <laughs> I think during my uh, early, <clears throat> around two, um, when I was like 21, 22, uh, my nerdism took a different turn, and um, since I was in music, I was playing in bands and everything, instead of collecting comics, I started collecting records, vinyls. Um, so it was masked a little bit cooler. Well, I mean, like, that was oh, be- you're cool before, you-, you know, cassette tapes came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vinyl <laughs> was big when you were in your 20s. <laughs> that was just called buying music. Yeah, that was music. I, I, like, I like vinyl. Yeah, everyone does. <laughs> The only option. You want to call him a hipster, but you're like, no, that's right about his time. Listen to it on my new phonograph I purchased. (laughs) You know what? It brings up a good point, though. I think it's kind of it's kind of funny how like people are accepting of certain hobbies like that. Like if you collect vinyl, you're cool. If you collect, uh, you know, Pokemon cards, (laughs) 
You're, you're awesome. You're blaze. Let's be honest, you're not cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in all honesty. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. I mean, but it, it's these like little differences of stuff. If, if like people that collected baseball cards, that people that, are like, yeah, that, that, that was socially acceptable. The normal dude that I played collected, baseball. Yeah, I collected Marvel. Uh, like cards when I was in fifth grade, it came out with like this awesome series of like the most the realistic. Flare ones? Yeah, the flare yeah. ones. Yeah, they were. Amazing. Oh, those are. So, I still have some of those. They're so see nice. I'll see if I can find them. I rebought all of them. Like at, actually at a uh, downtown. There's uh, what's that antique shop? Rowan's. Doesn't matter. Rowan's. Rowan's. Yeah. I rebought all of them. They actually really? had them in there. And I w- and during a breakup, I lost them. She oh, no. No, it, it wasn't that she wanted them. I mean, I, I literally just lost them during oh, the move. Oh. But I mean, I had a shoebox full of them, and I loved them. Yeah, you had a point you wanted to make, Blaze. I didn't. You raised your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think I scratched my Blaze has yeah. no point. Blaze has <laughs> head lice, so we get confused a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's Ladies. That's the weird, <laughs> interesting thing. I'm weird and a nerd if I collect. Bunches of comic books. Well, like, but I'm kind of cool and hip. Yeah, if I collect a lot of records, or I collect guitars now yeah. instead of four hundred dollar action figure bust. I gotta admit, so, though, it is becoming a little bit more acceptable now. It is. It, really it is. is. It's it's a lot more. No, you're like, just surrounding yourself with more nerd people. <laughs> That's no, because I mean things. Well, things like um, you, you can easily go to Walmart. And Target, and buy a Batman shirt, or a Green Lantern well, shirt, or a Spider Man shirt, or a oh Venom yeah. shirt. Well, that's and that that more. stuff's cool. Uh, and you have things like Big Bang Theory, which is, you know, Lame. everyone talks <laughs> about it all the time, and it's one of the top TV shows, and that's all about nerd stuff. So it's like it's more yeah, acceptable. I, I absolutely hate that show. Uh, I just feel it. It's like people trying to write for what they think nerds are. Yeah, but. In the same in, in the same vein, though, it is legitimizing our and I hate to use this word our cause, yeah, and is making it more mainstream. We will revolt. Well, the, well one of the things I do, uh, it's one of those things where I kind of hate and kind of love that show because for so long being a nerd was like being a nerd. You were a nerd. That wasn't a cool thing. Now we're calling our podcast "Nerds Who Get Laid" and we have this Big Bang Theory and all this other stuff. Um, and now it's like a little more acceptable, and we can watch TV now, well, just on mainstream TV, and people are talking about who would win, Thor or the Hulk. Well, you it's, know? it's a label that sets yeah. us apart and and gets people to want to listen to us. Mm. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because it's like you know that used to be like a like a straight up turn off to yeah, every made female ever. They made three movies about how how that's bad. But now Revenge it's of the nerd. Now yeah. it's like I bet you know I'll have. Friends bring other females over. They're like, "Oh wow, you have comic you have books." Comic I'm like, books. "Yeah, you want to go see a movie?" No, but <laughs> <laughs> they think it's cool. I have them. Yeah, it's at least that one more step. One more step to that being what gets me. Well, away. I think the other thing is, is as it's became more culturally excessive, you find out that there was a lot of people that were into it. They just weren't as hardcore, obsessive. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. you'd have your friend that you know he bought Spider-Man when he went to Publix because that comic was there and he liked it. It didn't mean that he went and bought all the action figures, the T-shirts, and went to Comic Con and stuff like that. But he had that general interest in it, yeah. and like now more people are willing to admit it because that was the guy that he bought it with his mom. He read it, and it was underneath his bed, and well, he didn't tell his buddies. Way back, way back when, it was more of a like you bought comic books to buy comic books, not to collect. Yeah, that's I think that's one of the things that differentiates is collecting as opposed to. Well, uh, I, I agree. Being into. I, the the main two points is uh, uh, nerds. Uh, 
per se can air quotes. Yeah, you really are air quoting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm just stretching my fingers. I do exercises. <laughs> uh, it almost the borders, and I, I've been a huge. I've been a, I've done this before, but my nerdism ends up just becoming an obsessive collection of something, whether it be records whatever or you're into at the comics time. or pogs or guitars or guns or guns, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I just find myself obsessing over it and going through phases, and some things stay. But the one thing I've noticed, and it seems like what we're trying to go for, is that how have we balanced our nerd, our nerdisms with our so our social life? You know, in my late teens and early 20s, up to my mid-20s, I really kind of tried to hide my nerd culture. Yeah, I didn't do the whole Guy Fieri frosted tips or anything (laughs) about how much I love Smash Mouth and Nickelback or anything. But I tried to hide who I was and and create a different kind of persona. And now in my late 20s when I just stopped caring and, you know, tell people I collect guns and I collect comics and... I do all this weird stuff, and I'm not going to say it's confidence, but it, it's it's assuredness in who I am. I feel that's helped me in my social life, and I've become a more successful nerd uh, the older I get. Yeah, because that was definitely one of the things with me. Um, <clears throat> I collected comics, and then I got into music and started you know, getting guitars and stuff like that, records. Um, so even though it seemed like I wasn't a nerd anymore because I'm collecting these other things, those were my nerd tendencies coming out. And the more, the older and older I got, the less and less I cared what people thought. Um, so like I play hero clicks. I'm 30, I'm almost 33 years old. I play hero clicks, which Don't is lie. basically toy. <laughs> I'm 47 years old. Um, and it's just little toy, you know, superheroes that you run around on a table and, um, Used to, I've I've had them for years, and used to that was embarrassing. I would yeah. not tell people about that. Now I don't, I don't give a damn. Well, it's funny because like growing up, there were things I liked, and I didn't know it was being nerdy. I was just like, this is just stuff I like. <laughs> and then I I you know go to school like, did you guys watch the X Men you know cartoon? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, we were what? Well, I was gonna say yeah. Saved by the Bell, but that's too old. Uh, I, mean, I love <laughs> Saved by know, the Bell. Or did you watch GI Joe? Did you watch any of the, you know these? You know, and and it was just like I I would find that the other kid that liked it was like the kid I was like, that's the weird kid, <laughs> and, and I'm like, wait, and you have everything yeah, in common. Maybe with I'm the weird yeah, kid. Yeah. I was like, well, no, it was literally that self realization, like. We should be friends, man. We we just <laughs> let's just get it over with. Like that's how I met Tyler Flanagan. Like you know, like uh, and for of course most people don't know, but that's a guy that is a nerd. And that was fifth grade. That was the dude that like we just oh you like music and stuff like that. And now as I'm older, it's just like I'm still the same way. It's like I I do a podcast, you know, where I talk about this stuff and I tell everybody. Yeah. It's all over. You know, any type of social media that I do, it, everybody knows, okay, Nathan's a nerd. Like, yeah. there's no messing around with it. So, we, it sounds like we've all pretty much came up with acceptance. And if, if not, I don't know how you're you're still hiding it, then you're on the show. And all, <laughs> and all. Um, we don't well, have pictures of ourselves. Collar is popped. I don't know if that <laughs> means anything. YOLO. So now that we're here, what is your main obsession now? What's your main nerd thing that just like, I mean, that's your big drive. Uh, I mean, Mike, what's yours? I uh, Just movies in general. I love movies. I will watch any piece of crap up to, 
an Oscar award winning. It's just anything. I don't know. It's I love. I don't collect them per se. I have very. I say per se a lot. That's my. That's my word of the day. Apparently, <laughs> I don't. I don't collect a lot of movies, but movies are something that speaks to me. I will go to the theater and watch anything. I will give anything a chance. Chance, and I think that's the one thing I obsess over because for me, n- nerd is obsessing and and analyzing and engulfing yourself in something, no matter what that's it is. For sure. I think a, I think a lot of um a lot of it, all that stuff that you said, but also collecting. Oh, because I collect everything. I <clears throat> I Logs. love movies, and I may not physically collect the DVD or Blu-ray or whatever's out now, but I collect the experience of watching them and the information that I get from them. Same thing love with movies. like music. I collect records so that I can listen to the records, so I can have those conversations with people later. Same thing with comics. You know, it's it's all the way down the line. It's collecting, whether it's experiences or ideas or physical things. Well, I think that's essentially what being nerd is, because you can even be a football nerd. I mean, look at that, yeah. that comedy show, The League. It is a bunch of just crazy, nerdy guys who obsess over football. And I think in the general essence, it's just... In engulfing yourself in something you love so much, it's collecting memories, collecting yeah. uh, something you can look back on. It's collecting feelings, yeah. and I think that's what nerd really is. Does Does anyone get upset at the fact that, like, growing up during school, we were like nerds and the nerdy kids and stuff, and now all these jocks and you know those kind of guys can be dorks with fantasy football and fantasy baseball yeah. like they're they're taking everything that we yeah. made and they're like well now we're making it cool yeah yeah like, if we could we should get cool. good at sports i want to start a fantasy football thing that has to do with dwarves and elves and dragons we could it's do called fantasy quidditch <laughs> well fantasy football <laughs> dwarf come on guys football. fantasy quidditch that what's we, a quidditch that take off quidditch, quidditch harry potter, potter. potter. i was like 43 when that came out <laughs> I thought you'd passed away by that point. <laughs> <laughs> we are propping up Ray on a dolly right now and moving his mouth with sticks. From the He's past. Dead. From the astral. <laughs> the astral General Ray play. Hancock from the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, watch his life support cord. We don't want to hit that. <laughs> it is weird, though, like how like it's became such a cool thing for people to have the same type of obsessions that used to be really just defined for people that – and it, it could always been that people were that obsessed, but they just didn't wear their flag as much. I think this yeah. is, as a culture now, it's, just, it's cool for you to be obsessed with something. Well, that defines who you are. In our in our area, it's fine for people to obsess about the Florida Gators or the Florida State Seminoles. You know, that kind of stuff isn't socially acceptable, but you start wearing a Star Wars shirt out in public, and, you know, that's no, a yeah, little more acceptable now. But I completely agree. I work in customer service, and I see people walk in, with head to toe, orange and blue sweatpants and like Crocs any other place, you would seem like a crazy person. They, but I mean, it's, it's socially acceptable. Of me walking in wearing a Wolverine outfit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, and like football much? <laughs> Honestly, I can't say it seems like it's changed that much since it really started. Because, I mean, I remember uh, you know hearing stories about my grandpa. He was a major league baseball player, and he loved comic books. He would my go to the comic shop have fallen. every day, <laughs> and he would pick up Buck Rogers, and he read every Buck Ooh, Rogers there Buck was. Rogers, yeah. He was obsessed with it. And this is a f- really funny story because apparently 
Dean Martin, he met Dean Martin, the crooner, and Dean Martin is a was a huge Buck Rogers fan. Really? And they, yeah, they had all the comics. They were I used both to watch talking Buck about Rogers it, but they never talked about it to anyone else because they're worried about ruining their careers. Wow. So <laughs> I can only imagine, like back then, like I mean, just throwing about the old black and white Superman, you know, show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know, that was a kid show. I guarantee you there was adults like mm, almost six o'clock. I gotta get you home. Gotta go watch that. Superman's Superman. coming on, and like they George were, Reeves is about to blow my mind. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I guarantee you that there was the dudes out there. I mean, because that's why they're still around. That were collecting the you know the decoder rings and everything. Yeah. yeah the I Shadow. Yeah, but like I said, they just that was they didn't tell it. They weren't talking to their friends like, "Dude, you guys watch Superman last night?" No, <laughs> you no. know, like, yeah, it was just like, Shh. yeah, he watched it. His wife knew, and his wife knew to keep her mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it could maybe even be like a, a rhetorical point. Maybe we're only seeing this because we're older. That or I, I, it could be, or I think like I said, it's become just a more. As Look at the big brain on Mike. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just <laughs> society. Now it's just like you can wear your flag. I mean, like, you know, yeah. like you're saying with gators. I mean, that's that's a perfect example of people that have obsessed so much that their truck has the flag, they're wearing the outfit, their phone got the case of it. Yeah. Those guys are diehard fans for a football team, and most of them never even played or went to college there. They just love, love the, the team. football team. You know, and it's the same as like, so, I mean, you know, I love. Batman. I mean, I I don't know Batman. I'll never be Batman, but I love him. It's what? that same. Start lifting weights, man. Exactly. <laughs> Karate class. Just get a yeah. billion dollars. I think one of the things that's also helped with this is we can like we can find our people because of like the internet. The internet has uh, helped the internet has helped grow. this huge because I mean th- we're we're podcasting this to billions of people. That are listening to it every day. Everyone in the third <laughs> world, all our friends, all our fans in Ethiopia. And um, but like we can, like someone in China could legitimately like listen to this and not understand a word and not understand any of it. I don't it. think their government would allow them to. Okay, well, someone in <laughs> Australia there could be go. listening Nerd to <laughs> gloriously get laid for our exalted leader. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, you, we can find our people on the internet. So you put your flag up. Man. Yeah, people are going to find it. And the other people that are into that can find us. That's actually a really good point. That the internet has connected people to where maybe if you're in a small town like where we'll, we live and we we feel like we're alone, now we can be connected through millions of people through anonymity because you can let your freak your freak flag fly as high as you want on the internet because they will never know who Darth Maul 1069 <laughs> is. I think it's a safety in numbers type thing. Yeah, you put it out there and you're like, oh, dude, there's a whole community for this? Yeah, I like it. What about it? Because, you know, there's... 10,000 other dudes on reddit.com that just commented on this post that are the same. What.com? Reddit.com. What what is that? Does that have to do with onions? It's a uh, it's a website. It's the front page of the internet. If you don't know <laughs> about Reddit, you literally just need to stop listening cuz I Well, uh, I'll stop looking at the chive and look at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right, so going from there, just to talk about nerd cuz we're coming to the close of our show is what as you everybody has that defining movie and character this is kind of like who you are what's your favorite movie and what's your favorite absolute just character and it, it can be a movie character it can be a comic book character what, favorite that defines us as a person or, or just, just as you general? as you just your general that, that's your that's your your fan that you will read anything you will watch anything uh, if there's a if you walk through the dollar general and there's a stamp of it or a stamp a sticker stamp. you're gonna buy it like what is something that's just your, your can, can the movie and the character be separate don't care yeah whatever okay. it is 
Just let the me know who you are, please. Two okay. most defining things for me were number Doctor one, Doctor Strange, <laughs> the Astral Plane, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, Wedgies <laughs> and Vans. Slushies. Um, no, um, not the shoes. My favorite movie of all time is going to sound really cheesy, but it's The Empire Strikes Back. It oh, will I'm always yeah, yeah. be The Empire oh, Strikes yeah, Back. Oh, yeah, the worst science fiction movie you could ever pick. <laughs> that sounds so no, cheesy. No, I say, I I say, say che- Flash Gordon or no, something. No, I say cheesy because everyone's going to say that. Because oh, it it's is. So it's so good, great. yeah. And then I'd say the most defining uh, character would honestly be Spawn because I learned how to read through Spawn comics. Like, literally. Oh, stop beating that dead horse. Uh-uh. <laughs> It's I'm beating it back. Honestly, someone told me one time that Todd McFarlane was maybe like a douche. You <laughs> <So> know, <laughs> I heard he made like venom. A douche. Who knew? Who knew that? Who knew? It's it's kind of funny because throwing it back uh, <laughs> is the fact that the fact that Blaze learned how to read through Spawn just shows a lot to his psyche of who he is now. <laughs> Horrible parenting. <laughs> I eat children. <laughs> Mike, uh, it was uh, Jar Jar Binks and the Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I am. Yeah, I, I was born in 2001. Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, it's Indiana Jones. That's Ooh. that's who I dressed up as a kid. Uh, that's who I, I pretended to be around the house when I was two and three years old. That and Ghostbusters. Those were the thing. Like my my sister tells me, uh, she won't stop telling me that when I was three years old, I I had Ghostbusters on VHS whenever it ended. I would cry <laughs> and, and watch it again. And I still do that. I can't stop watching it. Someone help me. Ghostbusters scared me so much when I was a kid. I, I, I would I, hide I, behind I, well, the couch. I didn't comprehend it. it yeah, I loved it. I would watch it yeah. all the time. So when I was older, you know, I realized that Dan Aykroyd's getting raped by a succubus in that, <laughs> in that scene. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Did you cry in Ghostbusters because it was scary or because it... Well, no, just because it was over. Because he loved it so much. Yeah, oh, okay. Because I was going to say, when I was a kid, I would cry at the end of Dragonheart every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Dragonheart. Dragonheart. Was that the movie with Sean Connery? That was Sean Connery. I'm a dragon. Another Dennis <laughs> yeah, Quaid Yeah, he was movie. the voice. That was Dennis Quaid. Listen here on Dragonheart. Worst Dennis Quaid impression ever. <laughs> so, Ray, what about you, man? It's our, like uh, Star Wars has already been said. When I was a kid, I watched Star Wars so much. Um, and it, <laughs> here's, um, here's the funny thing. When I was a kid was when VHS <laughs> came out and a place called Video House opened in Live Oak. Uh, my parents, <laughs> I don't even get that reference. That's so old. It's just called Video House. It was a house of videos. Um, and we rented the stuff there and my parents borrowed my grandparents VCR <laughs> And we recorded the videotape. So I had a videotape with all three of the Star Wars on it. How'd you get a hold you, of that you fancy are, are admitting, It was fancy. You are admitting a federal crime right now, just to let you know. I don't think there's a statute of limitations. I did not do this. Someone Ray is I not going to be a part of the next podcast. He'll be in prison. Arrested. Um, I was too young to know how to use those things. Because the, the next part of the story, um, in A New Hope, before they go on the Death Star and right after they get out of the trash compactor, um, at one point I went to try to start the movie over and I accidentally recorded um, the soap opera The Guiding Light (laughs) 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 over that part and was angry at myself for years because I didn't, for years, I did not get to see that part of the uh, Part of the movie, that was one of the ones I watched a lot. And start, oh, like I said, um, Spider Man and his amazing, amazing friends. I used to have the 
underwear t-shirt set that children could <laughs> oh, get. Oh, dude, I used to... What were those called? Does anyone remember? Underoos? Underoos, yeah. I had the Spider-Man underoos, and I would dance around in the living room singing that Spider-Man song, pretending like I was Spider-Man. Thank really God your wife threw those this? out last month. <laughs> I wish that I was... I had that, like, my grandma made me MC, MC Hammer pants, and <laughs> yes. I would, uh, I, had those two. Yes. I, I would, ha- and homemade, Zubaz. homemade, she literally bought the fabric and made me, so yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's grow- love, yeah, growing that's up, special. my grandma made everything, my costumes and stuff like that, like, but Hammer don't hurt them around my house, <laughs> man, like, it was, that was me. I don't know, like, growing up, must have blown through a lot of shoe polish. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty. <laughs> that was just a terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, he had shiny shoes. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> to me, the I guess a character, of course, Batman is you know going to be my character since I was young to this always loved. Movie, man, movie that, and it didn't even age well, but I just still love it. And that would have to be uh, Masters Uni- Universe. Yeah, did not age well, but I watched. I love Masters. I remember of the going to the theater and seeing that movie, and the scene where Skeletor is walking down, and he's like slamming his his staff. I mean, I was I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Skeletor is amazing. Ske- <laughs> dude, and it, it was great costume or cartoons were great stuff. too. Let's talk about that. Actually, I wanted to kind of go into this and talk about the comic book or the the, the shows watching growing up. What did what did you watch growing up as a cartoon, and did it age well? Um, for me, my favorite one was I watched GI Joe religiously when I came mm-hmm. home. I think it came on right at like five, and I remember. Because my mom's stories ended right at five. <laughs> yeah. and as soon as it got done, poof, over to Channel 3, baby. <laughs> and G.I. Joe and I have watched it, loved it, obsessed. Did not age at all. It's it's so terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, See, yeah, I haven't watched them recently. It's, it's literally like <laughs> they go to the Cobra Commander camp, and it's like all his like little croonies are running around in Speedos <laughs> with no shirt, no pants, but they're still wearing the Cobra face, <laughs> like the, the, the glass shield helmets, yeah. and they're playing volleyball. And I'm like, what? what? And as a kid, I was like, that is so cool. I want to be in Cobra's camp. And I'm like, why are they still wearing their headset? But – uh. <laughs> It it's just it's corny to every the 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 dialogue the story I mean it's just it did not age well at all. What what's something Blaze that you grew, like five <laughs> years ago when you were ten? <laughs> <laughs> there there was actually a lot of shit I watched. Uh, I mostly watched like the Boomerang like old cartoons like you know Wacky Races and you know. So you grew up watching no classic cartoons. Yeah, yeah, I grew up watching classic cartoons. Sylvester's Night. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, well, but, they, uh, they called them Nickelodeons when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not the TV station. But then I watched uh, the '90s Spider-Man. I was religious to, and the '90s animated Batman awesome. because the '90s animated Batman was probably one of the best written things that I've ever aged seen. So well, yeah. L- just go back and watch Age of the Phantasm, and you'll blow. A it's load. amazing. I, I bought uh, the first season just not too long ago, and it, it's yeah. still. The the art style is classic, and then the storylines are, I mean, they're really good for a kid's show. Yeah, that and all real monsters. (laughs) All real (laughs) monsters, man. I thought um, I just rewatched, and I wasn't a kid when when this came on, but I just rewatched the the X-Men from the 90s. You were talking about them earlier, Nate. And those are still, like, the art, not great. It's fine. It's okay. But um, the stories in that were really good. They they tackled some pretty serious storylines. Yeah, but when when I was a kid, um, 
Transformers. I watch Transformers, Transformers a lot, and I just rewatched a bunch of those because they're all on Netflix, and some of them aged pretty good. Some of them are horrible, but yeah, that was my jam back then. Now I did have one to bring up now that you okay. mentioned Transformers that I used to watch, and it aged awful. It looks like a bad PlayStation One game. Go know what you're talking Beast about? Beast Wars. I was oh, gonna, oh, I was okay. gonna mention. You're that. gonna say Beast Wars? Oh, yeah. Thunder awful. Stolen. Is that what yeah. you uh, grew up watching? Well, all my late '80s cartoons, like real Ghostbusters, yeah, Teenage Mutant, Ninja, Tur- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The art didn't age that well, but I can rewatch them. I thought Ghostbusters I haven't rewatched, but the Ninja Turtles actually aren't. They're not that bad. They're it, cheesy, but it, it seems good. like the biggest thing is animation. Because in no. the mid to uh, in the early to mid nineties, there was a big computer graphics like influx, and Beast Wars is one of them. I loved them growing up, but it looks like dog crap now. <laughs> and reboot, yeah. reboot yeah, looks, it's unwatchable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love. I mean. Of course, when I was younger, but like Wolverine, Batman, anything superhero related was great. Uh, I absolutely, would, I, I would eat it up. Um, and have you guys tried to watch any of the newer ones that are out for kids now? And I what ones? Ultimate Spider-Man, the new Ultimate Spider-Man. Well, there's, uh, new, there's new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's, there's new Teen Batman, Titans, the Brave and the Bold. New, yeah, there's that's Batman, that's Bold. Bold. That's which like that is one, weird though. because Batman's voiced by the mullet guy from Office Space, Diedrich Bader. Weird. <laughs> Yeah, but some of those are pretty good. Like the new Ninja Turtles, uh, the animated series is pretty good. It's, I mean, the the biggest issue I have with like kids shows nowadays is they're so fast paced. They're like they're crazy fast paced, and like compare, I guess, and I'm comparing it to, of course, what I grew up with. But our stuff moved at a little bit slower. You know, they kind of built the story up, and yeah. Now it's just like I mean it's a mile a minute kind of being thrown at you, but the new Ninja Turtles is pretty good. There was a there's a new um Spider Man. It might be co- maybe you mentioned Ultimate, Ultimate Spider Man, and it's really like real kid friendly. Like this is for like a five six seven year old, but I actually watched through the it's, first season and it was decent. Well, they just I it was a little cheesy. I'm flipping shit because they just introduced Deadpool in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you know... That's he, weird. You know, he's got the voices going off in his head, and then he's like, oh, I got a bunch but of swords stuck in my back. I'm like, <laughs> He's cartoony, though. He, he'd yeah. be great. I I love Deadpool. Yeah. Overrated. Always. But, no, yeah, there's some... Figures. Uh, now, is there a movie? Like, I mean, because we were all kind of dropping some movies. And, um, of course, there's, you know, Star Wars and Star Ghostbusters Wars always, and stuff. Yeah. But is there another movie that you watch that hasn't aged well that you used to love? Um, you know, because I was I was talking about like Master Universe, I loved. But another one is eighty nine Batman, and I tried I, to. We just watched it. that a couple of weeks ago. It to me, it's still okay, but it doesn't have the same magic uh, that it used to. Like you know, when I when I was young, of course, when it came out, it was just amazing. Well, when when it was eighty nine, how old were you then? I was five. Yeah. So in nineteen eighty nine, I'm almost I'm ten years old. Um, and rewatching it a few times and watching it just like seriously last week, um, it still kept the same thing for me. It was still really good. Um, and I think it holds its own. Like, it's not as dark as the Nolan Batmans, of course, but I still yeah, thought it was great. Um, now, you were saying ones that didn't hold up well? Yeah, what's something that didn't hold up well? Skeleton Warriors. 
probably have nobody's no idea seen what that. that is. is that a, I remember it a was a cartoon, but they made a movie. They made a movie out of it. They made a movie. I can only imagine how terrible it was. And at the time, I was hooked on Skeleton Warriors as a kid. I was like, yeah. I used to have all the action yeah, figures. It, I remember them because I didn't get to. I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies as a kid because I watched The Exorcist and I freaked out. And me too, man. Understandable. Yeah, I was running around the house. I'm like, I'm not blazing. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that bad. But Skeleton Warriors, I, I loved them. I would never think that they'd make a movie. They did. It was in 1980s. Oh. Anyway, so, yeah, Skeleton Warriors, so they made a movie. Yeah, I can imagine that that wasn't a good movie. No, at the time, though, I was flipping. I was like, look at that. There's skeletons, and they're running around killing things. And now it's like, ooh, these are like bad marionette puppets. Oh, wow. And people getting cut open like pizza. All the... uh, Nerd-type nerd movies. No, uh, it doesn't have to mean. It's just a movie well, you loved. The the movies I loved as, as a kid that did not age well were kids' movies. Like, I loved The Three Ninjas and Ooh. and Surf Ninjas. Anything with ninjas in it. <laughs> I did Tum Tum, Rocky. I, and I, I, I watched them, man. Well, I don't know. Like, Ninjas Kickback was still pretty good, but I watched Surf Ninjas with Rob Schneider in it. Ooh. And, uh, and uh, what was his name? Uh, oh, R.I.P., buddy. Uh, Leslie Nielsen, Nielsen, Nielsen as the samurai robot villain. <sighs> that movie, yeah, did uh, not. I didn't age like that well. growing up. I rem- yeah. I remember that. I do. I was dude. A Game Gear that saw the future. I was all over that. See, I I, I grew up watching like Revenge of the Ninja movie. I, I watched like real samurai movies, and so like real samurai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like you know, like where there's like blood and stuff, and I'm documented like, by oh, actual samurai. I watched this <laughs> this kid. And I'm like, where's all the swords and blood? I'm like, you guys, you know, this is. Terrible. Now, kind of on the same note, the original 80, or I guess it was 90s Ninja Turtles movie. That oh, is the first one. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's still good. It's The puppeteering's great. The story's great. Yeah. That movie looks good. Blaze, you made a face. Do you not like it? No, I like it. Yeah. I, I'm just That's not just a huge Corey Feldman face. fan. <laughs> Really, That's just his face. you really uh, Corey Fe- like Donatello. You can't even tell it's him. You're gonna like hate on oh, wait, Corey Feldman. You didn't like uh, License to Drive. <laughs> no, I did not. Or that vampire, The Lost Boys. You don't like? Oh the Lost shit, Boys? that was Corey Feldman, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I love Lost Boys. Lost Boys is good. You've Take. been, I've been out nerded Feldman. Yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> see, I, I don't know. To me, that just blows my mind. It's like you talk about. You talk about the Ninja Turtles movie. Nobody thinks Corey Feldman except Absolutely for you. Absolutely no one. Yeah, yeah. Like, like literally, I'm a picky bitch. <laughs> I'm sure like, his agents like, I got this. Is gonna blow your career up, man. You're gonna do the voice of Donatello. <laughs> There's only one guy who won't like you from this because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nobody Corey else Feldman. will know you. That was that was a paycheck, son. <laughs> um, but that movie has. Yeah, I wish they could recapture that because, and you know, actually, this is kind of. A little bit of shinfo, but I was reading about it on uh, IMDb. That is the highest grossing ever independent film. That was technically really? a, an independent film. Yeah, when they, it came had, out. they had uh, mm. like no backing, no budget. I think that was Dimension Man, who made it, was, it yeah. but that was when they were starting up. It was such a good, it's still so yeah. good. Didn't Dimension also do Chud? Probably. I mean, Dimension did a bunch of terrible I movies. So. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think well, that was Dimension. Going on with Shinfo, uh, it's kind of hard to see that you can see it really easily when they slowed on the the uh, movie. But during the final scene when they're fighting Shredder, you can see a lot of the uh, warehouse they're filming in. You c- the the camera pans above the cityscapes, and you can kind of see the Raptors. It was it was a great movie. Like it, uh, yeah, I mean, it really uh, was. people trying like Shredder's uh, 
n- nice mesh shred purple suit and yeah. stuff. But Iroko Saki. Yeah. Great though. One for me that um kind of confuses me when I was when I was young I loved <laughs> I loved the um, never ending story and then rewatched it years and years and years later and I thought it was horrible and then I watched it a couple of years just a couple of years ago again and I thought it was great so it, it just confuses me I think I think um, special effects wise and everything it's not on par with some of the newer stuff but story wise and everything that, it's still a great film. I think growing older, the lens of the rose-colored lens of mm. nostalgia, kind of blurs uh, some things. Yeah, blurs some things, and you overlook and a lot of stuff that you may not have as a younger man. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you watch a movie that you used to love, and it it's fifty-fifty when you watch it because there's movies that I think about all the time. Like I would love to see that, and I have to talk myself out of watching it because I know that I'll just pick it apart and I will hate it. Because as a kid, you watch it because you love it. As an adult, you watch it because of the feeling it gave you as a child. Exactly. Yeah. And there's some movies, I mean, that they kept, it's still there. Like, it was a great story. It was, you know, like, I was excited when I was a kid. I watch it now. It's still really good. Like, uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Yeah, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is great. That movie, I literally watch it. Uh, I, I watch it once or months. twice a year. Yeah, yeah it just because it, now it's on Netflix. I'll literally be yeah. flipping through, and I'm like, I should watch Ghostbusters. Why not? There's nothing else on. Yeah, it's and still good. Yeah, <laughs> it's still good. Um, it's little, still good. Little monsters. I love that movie. You guys might have uh, not really love that. Is that the one with too. the blue monster? Kid? Yeah, it's with Howie Mandel. Never, I never watched. Oh my god. Yeah. I hadn't watched it, and I've Howie never seen Never Ending Story. So. Fred yeah. Savage. If you haven't seen Little Monster or Never Ending Story. Just treat yourself, man. Just treat, treat yourself. yourself. Treat yourself. Because those are good movies. And and it's funny because now with, like, the new technology and uh, there's just – I just wonder how kids are going to compare, you know, 20 years from now when they rewatch the movies they're watching now. Because, I mean, I could only – I remember watching Jurassic Park. Oh, gosh. And yeah. I was like, this is amazing. And – and I'll say that Dress Park actually kind of held up. They, I yeah, watched it the, s- the CGI is better than some of the stuff that comes the out. The first now. one's the only one I can watch. Well, that, oh, yeah. that, well that was like that's Jurassic, the only good one. Jurassic <laughs> yeah. Park and T2, you know, the CGI holds up, but I was, uh, I watched, I remember some uh, behind the scenes for T2. They almost spent a year developing that CG scene. And, you know, that th- it was good because they took so, so long, long to yeah. perfect it. And right. that's why they were so expensive. I mean, you watch old. Uh, set pictures of Jurassic Park. They built a T Rex that yeah. was, I mean, li- that size. That was a real T Rex they built, yeah. and that's why it looks so good. But those those type of things that you watch and you rewatch, and I mean, it's still just it's just great. And I I can only imagine for a kid that's watching a movie that just came out, and you're, I watch it, I'm like, this looks so real. And you know, twenty years now, they're gonna be like, oh, it looks terrible. Yeah, I was just wondering because um, I was thinking about we we have so many reboots coming out of things that we used to love and like um um some things that destroyed things that I loved as a child Indiana you were, Mike you were saying Indiana Jones and then they had the crystal skull that was horrible Look, all of the transformer movies with that dumb LaBeouf guy or whatever yeah, yeah, he's um, okay but i'm i'm surprised he's at not. some of the, i'm surprised at some of the things like um that haven't been rebooted yet. Like um, you were talking about He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and um, No One's Touched, Never Ending Story yet. Uh, Those are pretty, well, Never Ending Story is pretty obscure. Uh. Um, 
You know, there was a reboot. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It was made like maybe a year or two ago, and it was fantastic. The new Judge Dredd. Oh, I, Dredd I was fantastic. Awesome. It's awesome. fantastic. And that really got me excited because usually I hate reboots. Yeah. Usually I hate them, especially horror movie reboots because they always mess it up. But Judge Dredd was like yeah, I'd, spot on. I just watched that. I was just telling super gory. I think Nate earlier that it was really mm. a good story. It, it was, was well done. It was more like the comic than the exactly. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, it makes more. me kind of excited for the new RoboCop because I know uh, there's some of the same people working on that. No. No. I, <laughs> no? I, I don't care if it's going to be a piece of crap. I am going to watch RoboCop and I will enjoy it and just argue anybody with it until I'm blue in the face. Well, uh, like um, Blaze with T2, I've never seen the original robot, Robocop. Uh, uh, the first one's amazing. Uh, it's actually got a lot of good themes Is if you want to go that far. Stand up? I, it I still disagree. holds up. You think it's one, bad? I loved it growing up, but it didn't age well. The me. second one doesn't hold up as well, but it was directed by Irving Kirshner, the same guy who directed Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. So, booyah. The third one is a pile, uh, pile of smelly dog crap. What about the TV well, show? Well, see, like, I, Ooh, no. growing up, I love Robocop. I I had action figures. Video I had the game? comic books. Oh, yeah, I had the video game. played the game. video game. Loved Never it. saw the movie. Played the video Loved game. it. I was a huge fan. And actually, uh, Robocop 2 was my favorite, man. I loved Mine it. Mine, too. The part where he they pulled the brain out and they oh, put it that in That scared the crap out of me. I, I couldn't stop. I was like, Dad, how, did they, how did they keep him alive? His eyeballs are <laughs> Yeah, his eyeballs. It's a brain with a spine and the eye. Eyeballs are floating in water. What's the deal with eyeballs? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, it be, I don't want to have to tell you the whole story of Robocop too. But I don't tried ruin to, it. Yeah, I tried to rewatch Robocop. No spoilers. Yeah, about twenty-five-year-old <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, about six months ago, and uh, it, it did not age well. As far as it's just because the themes are so tied to that time in life of, of yeah. the 90s. You'll probably relate because you were 20 growing <laughs> up. <and laughs> you, you were an older <laughs> young man. Yeah. But I mean, because they're really, they're really uh, digging into like, you know, the violence influx that was going on with like just gang yeah. violence everywhere and I mean, building on those fears. Which and is funny because we were just watching Predator 2 and it's the same, same yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's, it's actually Predator 2 is the perfect parallel like type of universe. Mm -hmm. Robocop's way better than Predator 2. Actually, you know what? Robocop, uh, Predator 2 is amazing. Predator I don't care. 2 is a great movie. I love Predator. So, I like, love Predator guys, too. I am one. I'm. I've been so <laughs> excited <laughs> because I've <laughs> because <laughs> that was um, a creeper, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Because um, hey, ladies, I've talked my wife into watching the Aliens films, and now she's wanting to watch all the Predator films. So we're on to Predator two now. It's just quite an accomplishment. If hey, you know old lady with the broom. Yeah. <laughs> favorite favorite <laughs> scene in the whole movie. Predator is yeah. amazing, man. Uh, oh god, Predator is fantastic. I like a better alien. No, uh, the, the big I thing. I love both of them. The big thing about RoboCop too, though, to get us back on RoboCop track, <laughs> is the final fight, which was amazing and still is in a lot of senses, is all stop motion animation, and it just doesn't. I love look stop motion. Me too. It just doesn't look as clean as oh. a lot of other movies do, and also they they took all the themes of the first movie, you know. Uh, Murphy regaining his humanity, although it was robbed from him, and just made him into a robot. Alright, so going from there, we're going to bring up probably one of my favorite subjects, and that is Versus. Oh, thank God. And we're going oh, to be shit. going into growing up, and we were talking about this. There was two big movies that came out, and one was Mortal Kombat, and the other one was Street Fighter. Now, comparing those two movies together, 
Now we're you can compare now as as an adult, but as a, I'm going from a young man when I watched them, which one wins? Well, before we even go to the movies, like which which one was your favorite video game? Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Really? Okay, because I I loved both. I thought Street Fighter was great. Street, Street Fighter, Fighter was way too in depth for me as a young kid. I did not get it. I mean, it's it's difficult now. It's it, hard. It, it's it combos. pisses me off. I just can't do it. My fingers hurt. Well, to me, because like playing Mortal Kombat was all about special moves and yeah. uh, fatalities. 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 People love fatalities. And uh, fatalities. <laughs> Street Fighter was all like it was just like combo button mashing and like the characters. Yeah, to that me, sweet Chun Li. <laughs> yeah. Super kick. And, 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 just, and yeah, I was everyone a had those. and I was a huge fan, especially of that of the uh, graphic style of just uh, taking a character and they they videotaped them and then that's how I moved. So like actually, funny enough, the Jurassic Park video game was the exact same <laughs> base of Doctor Grant climbing up. So it was amazing. But Mortal Kombat, I just thought looked a lot better. The move, the game, video the game. game, yeah. So. And then, and, but I mean, I like Street Fighter. Everybody likes Street Fighter. You know, everybody had their character. Like for Mortal Kombat, it was Scorpion, and for Street Fighter, it was uh, Blanca. Those yeah. were my two people. I remember playing Mortal Kombat on my Sega Game Gear. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I still have my Game Gear. Oh, damn! And it works. The old video I'm game store down here is selling them. I remember playing it on uh, my little uh, Super, Ni- not Super Nintendo, the Game, game Boy, Boy and yeah. little black and white, black and dude. White. But I remember my friend called me like it just came out. He's like, "Dude, I just rented Mortal Kombat. I ran rented it. Yeah, I ran probably about two miles nonstop. My little fat butt just like <sighs> Mortal Kombat is gonna be so cool. And I literally got there and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever.' And then I rented it for Sega and put it in the blood code. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You want know to talk about like my little." I don't know, six year or seven year old mind just exploding, like, look at all the blood and then ripping like, you know, <laughs> ripping rip- someone's spine yeah. out. Oh there. my God. Where where's my mom at? She better not walk in. <laughs> but and then lo and behold, they made a movie out of both of them. Yeah. I was so excited when I heard about the Mortal Kombat movie. I was I mean, on I like I was in my my mom's Bronco and a commercial <laughs> on the radio came on for it. And I was like, that's going to be the best movie ever. I don't have to see it. I yeah, <laughs> you know it's going to be the best. I remember um, sitting in my room and my two other friends that played Magic the Gathering were over and we were playing Magic. And one Alpha of the friends. Beta. Huh? Alpha or Beta. <laughs> and one of my friends, um, it was actually the fourth edition. Oh, God. <laughs> um. But one of my friends had bought that CD. It was one of the first CDs that any of my friends had bought. Oh, the Mortal Kombat the soundtrack? The Mortal Kombat soundtrack. And we just put that initial song on loop and all day long. That was probably the most Magic intense <laughs> game of Magic. Yeah. You guys were probably like slamming cards. Huh? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So you good. don't have enough manga. <laughs> the, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the best day of my life. Yeah. But, uh, and then. The day you got married is signed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Mortal Kombat movie gets announced. So happy. Go watch it. It's amazing. I mean, mm. literally, it won the Academy Award, as they say, <laughs> for the best for movie best ever. Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, just the fact that they had... Because, you know, Hollywood does that thing, like like X-Men movie example. Like, you know, they have costumes, and instead they put them in the black suits. Yeah. And a lot of times it makes sense because it's hard to take that from the pages to that. To make no, it look good. Yeah. In the movie, they gave you Scorpion and Sub-Zero, and I yeah. was like, yes. You know, Raiden, Goro, 
all the characters are there and and they're fighting. I mean, that was it. And then the Street Fighter movie came out. Now, as a kid, wait, I, w- was that after? It no, came it was out after. Before. I thought it. Yeah. No, actually, a little bit of a uh, little knowledge bomb for you. Um, John Claude Van Damme turned down the role of Johnny Cage to play the Street Fighter movie as he played Ryu. So no, he they played they, Guile. Guile, I'm sorry, Guile. Yeah. Uh, but they uh, they were in productions at the same time, so they probably oh, okay. they were they probably came out yeah right they, around each probably other. the same year. Really, I thought Mortal Kombat was a lot newer. No, no, Man. God, no. I I just remember watching that movie and that scene with all the trees and Scorpion. I don't even know who it was, he was awesome. fighting. He was fighting Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Yeah. Remember, it's still so good yeah, in my like, mind. And he shoots out the, uh, yeah, get, over get over here. here. But And so the Street Fighter movie comes out, and I go watch it. And here it's just this run-of-the-mill action movie. You know, there's guns and everything like that. And it was, to me, it was blah. But let's fast forward to last night. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I should watch Street Fighter because it's on Netflix. And I was like, this is a terrible movie. Um you know, so I'm this a, is a great yeah, idea. Yeah, let's watch it for a laugh by myself. I put it on. It's not that bad. It is actually, I. It's kind of genius because I mean, and, and I mean, it's not that bad as in it's not a great movie, but for being what it is, it's very entertaining because it's. I like how they're so smart because everybody starts out in their regular uniforms, and as the movie progresses, things keep happening to where they go into their video game character look. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, like. With Guile, you know, when he uh, gets to the fight, takes off his shirt, and he has the, the blue tank top yeah. on there. And it, w- it was almost ingenious how they did it. I, I loved it. And the story, and then uh, God rest his soul, what's his name? He played M. You're Bison. Uh, you're talking about uh, Mr. Gomez Adams. Gomez. Raul, Raul oh, Julia. Yeah. His last role, man. That was R. it. R.I.P. R.I.P. But he chews the scenery in that movie so beautifully. It's too bad the defibrillator suit didn't work in real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of wow. true, although he was—he died from a sad cancer or something like that. And when electricity cures everything, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's what—but he's so great in that movie, and Jean Claude Van Damme is so terrible. It's just the, the perfect balance because you know he's like, "Hey, Bazan," you know, like, <laughs> he's like, "You want to get some?" And it's just, <laughs> and, and like literally, there's this one scene, and guy's like, "Sir, if anybody was to drive that boat up the river, they'd be crazy." He's like, "He's like, luckily." And Bison has made me lose my mind. <laughs> like, it's like the perfect cheesy Gosh. lines. I just the, love how the it's perfect like American soldier. Yeah, exactly. Belgian perfect national. American soldier. Yeah. I'm American. Oui. And he has the American flag tattoo. It's just, it's I love the America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with those two movies, I'm going to say if I have to throw them up as a verse, and I'll even throw the game in there because I, at the end of the day, I think Mortal Kombat, if if you had to have the Mortal Kombat guys fight the Street Fighter guys, they would mop the floor. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. Who, who was your favorite? Who did you play as? Oh, it was always Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah, Scorpion. What about Every, in Street Fighter? Oh, I played Cyrax a lot too. That's going on a little later. Cyrax, I mean, he was yeah, Scorpion's robot counterpart. Well, Cyrex was a different character. No, I'm, I'm, that's not a robot. I'm thinking of a robot. No, no he's Cyrex a robot, but he's Sector. not. I forget S- who was. Sector oh, yeah, was yeah. a red one. Yeah, Whoa. I think Cyrex. There was a yellow and a red. So-called, whatever. And then Smoke, yeah. or Noob Cybot. Noob Cybot was so cool because he, he was all black. Did you, got, you guys played the last Mortal Kombat, right? No. No? I don't know how to play Go. video games. Stop talking. Go <laughs> get it. It's amazing. Ray it stopped at Pong. <laughs> I, I'm it sure your social. I'm sure your social security will pay for it. 
So who was your Street Fighter person you played as? It was it was always uh, Blanca, even though he was actually a terrible uh, person. To, that and uh, was Dalsim the uh, yeah. Dalsim. Yeah. All the, the cheater guy. characters. Uh, and I, I always played Chun. I played too. the same guys. You don't have to shake your head. I at played me. Sagat. Sagat and Ken. Sagat always looked cool. Uh, that I, I, Ken I was, was too mainstream for me. Yeah, I hated Ken. I <laughs> hated I hated all the clean cut, good looking yeah. guys. Oh yeah. Like I didn't play Johnny Cage. Luke. Yeah. Yeah. All those guys, I was like, forget those pretty boys. I'm playing these rebels over yeah. here. That's why when I started playing Sagat, I'm like, he's really tall, and he beats the crap out of people and knees them in the face. <laughs> and he's missing an eye. And you were into that? <laughs> yeah, I loved yeah. it. Absolutely. It looks just like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad was way less cool. <laughs> no, I think I think end of the day, Mortal Kombat, hands down. Yeah, for Always sure. Um, unless Mike has No. <laughs> Mike's passing out. <laughs> No, no. I I think technically speaking, Street Fighter was a better game. It had combo moves and everything, and it took actual strategy. But Mortal Kombat is just the movie is awesome and holds a corny place in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, soundtrack wise, man, you couldn't. Mm. Beat There's Mortal no Kombat. comparison. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You could get in a fist fight to that song. <laughs> <laughs> the only two times I've ever run five Ks, that's what I listened to <laughs> the whole time. And I listened. I don't get me wrong. I'm dying the entire way through, but I'm listening to that. And it's like you can do it. Well, funny enough, that was uh, any time I was on like a date that went successful, and I brought the lady <laughs> back to my house. <laughs> uh, I would dim the lights <laughs> and dun dun dun. <laughs> it's time to get busy. <laughs> Nope, never got the user for that situation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like we've learned a lot about everybody. We were exactly. a bunch of giant nerds growing <laughs> and up. And still are. Yeah, and it hasn't changed. Nothing changes. It's only it getting worse because we have money now. We <laughs> have money now. <laughs> we <laughs> have jobs to pay yeah, for. Yeah, it. it was our parents having to fund our addictions, and now we just fund it ourselves. Well, like I said, if you like it, share this with everybody. Hand it out. Scream it from the rafters. If you know someone you see them walking down the road, tell them to go listen to Nerds Who Get Laid sometimes. And tell them how funny we are or how terrible we are and how our views are terrible and you just nerd rage as you listen it, to yeah, us. And, and you disagree with them completely in every way. You guys were so wrong about Mortal <laughs> Kombat. That game shook <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but like always, thank you so much. And to a big thanks to Blaze, to Mike, to Ray, to myself. Big Brown Record Town always having us down. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Conte.